Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. That we have lived to have this service again. The watch night service. The watch night into a new year. The watch night into a new season. The watch night into a new beginning. A watch night into greatness. A watch night into connections. We are grateful, Lord. We thank you that you have kept us alive. We thank you, Lord, that you have preserved us. We glorify your name. We give you honor. Spirit of God, teach us tonight. Teach us tonight before we leave here. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Clap your hands together for the Lord. And you may be seated for a short time. Let us um, share something for a short time um, before we um, enter into the year. Wonderful. Well, I want to share something with you. This, I want to read some scriptures with you. 2018, my year of good things. Stay connected and prosper. Stay connected and prosper. Um, I want to read a scripture in First Samuel chapter 9. Um, so I want there to be quietness. It's a long sermon. Or not a sermon. Um, it's a long scripture. We're reading some few scriptures. So just stay focused and don't fall asleep. We are reading the word of God and you should not fall asleep. Amen. So stay alert and be your brother's keeper. Amen. First Samuel chapter 9. Now, there was a man of Benjamin whose name was Kish, the son of Abiel, the son of Zerah, the son of Bekorath, the son of Aphia, a Benjamite, a mighty man of power. And he had a son whose name was Saul, a choice young man and a godly, a goodly. And there was not among the children of Israel a goodlier person than he. From his shoulders and upward, he was higher than any of the people. And the asses of Kish, Saul's father, were lost. Asses are donkeys. They were lost. Why are they laughing? May the Lord heal you from your corrupt minds. Your corrupt minds are being left in 2017. And you are entering 2018 with purity. Neither people are corrupt. I pray that this word will not appear again, but it's. <laughs> and Kish said to Saul, his son, Take now one of the servants with thee, 
and arise, go seek the donkeys. And he passed. Are you with me? I see that you are listening. And he passed through Mount Ephraim and passed through the land of Shalishah. But they found them not. Then they passed through the land of Shalim, and there they were not. And he passed through the land of Benjamite, but they found them not. And when they were come to the land of Zaph, Saul said to his servant that was with him, Come and let us return, lest my father leave caring for the asses and take thought for us. And he said unto them, Behold now, there is in this city a man of God, and he is an honorable man. All that he saith cometh surely to pass. Now let us go thither, peradventure, he can show us our way that we should go. Then said Saul to his servant, But behold, if we go, what shall we bring the man? For the bread is spent in our vessels, and there is not a present to bring to the man of God. What have we? And the servant answered Saul again and said, Behold, I have here at the hand the fourth part of a shekel of silver that will I give to the man of God to tell us our way. Before time in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, does he speak? Come and let us go to the seer. For he that is now called a prophet was before time called a seer. Then said Saul to his servant, Well said, come, let us go. So they went into the city where the man of God was. And as they went up the hill to the city, they found young maidens going out to draw water and said unto them, Is the seer here? And they answered them and said, He is. Behold, he is before you. Make haste now, for he came today to the city, for there is a sacrifice of the people today in the high place. As soon as he be come into the city, he shall, ye shall straightway find him before he go up to the high place to eat. For the people will not eat until he come, because he that bless the sacrifice, and afterwards they eat that be bidden. Now, therefore, get you up, for about this time he shall find him. And they went up into the city, and when they were come into the city, behold, someone came out against them for to go to the high place. Now the Lord has told Samuel in his ear a day before Saul, a day before Saul came, saying, Tomorrow about this time I will send thee a man out of the land of Benjamin, and thou shalt anoint him to be captain over my people Israel, that he may save my people out of the land of the Philistines. For I have looked upon my people, because their cry is come unto me. And when Samuel saw Saul, the Lord said unto him, Behold, the man whom I speak to thee of, this, shall, this same shall reign over my people. 
Then Saul drew nigh to Samuel in the gate and said, Tell me, I pray thee, where the seer's house is. And Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer. Go up before me unto the high place, for ye shall eat with me today, and tomorrow I will let thee go, and will tell thee all that is in thine heart. And as for thine asses that were lost three days ago, set not thy mind on them, for they are found. And on whom is all the desire of Israel? Is it not on thee and on all thy father's house? And Saul answered and said, Am not I a Benjamite of the smallest tribe of Israel, and my family the least of all the families of the tribe of Benjamin? Wherefore then speakest thou so to me? And Samuel took Saul his servant, and brought them into the parlor, and made them sit in the chiefest place among them where, where the, that were bidden, which were about 30 people, or 30 persons. And Samuel said unto the cook, Bring the portion which I give thee, of which I said unto thee, set it by thee. And the cook took up the shoulder and that which was upon it, and set it before Saul. And Samuel said, Behold, that which is left, set it before thee, and eat. For unto this time had it been kept for thee, since I said, I have invited the people. So Saul did eat with Samuel that day. And when they, come down, when they were come down from the high place into the city, Samuel communed with Saul upon the top of the house. And they arose early, and it came to pass about the spring of the day that Samuel called Saul to the top of the house, saying, Up, that I may send thee away. And Saul arose, and they went out, both of them, he and Samuel abroad. And as they were going down to the end of the city, Samuel said to Saul, Bid the servant pass on before us. And he passed on. But stand thou still a while, that I may show thee the word of God. Amen. Chapter 10, verse 1. Then Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it upon his head and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord had anointed thee to be captain over his inheritance. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew chapter 3. Matthew chapter 3. And verse 1. Matthew chapter 3. And verse 1. Are you enjoying the reading of the Lord? Yes. It's a wonderful thing to just listen to the word of God. Matthew chapter 3 and verse 1. In those days came John the Baptist, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Esaias, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord. And make his path straight. And the same John had his raiment of camel's hair and a leathern girdle about his loins. And his meat was locust and wild honey. Then went out to him Jerusalem 
and all Judea and all the region round about Jordan and were baptized of him in Jordan, confessing their sins. Verse 16. Verse 16. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he drew, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Amen. Amen. Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6 and verse 1. And he went out from thence and came into his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence hath this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hand. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Are you blessed from reading the scriptures? Hallelujah. Now you see from these scriptures, you can see that if there is a great man of God in our time, you cannot benefit anything from him unless you make a spiritual connection. If there is a great man of God in the land, if there is a great man of God in our time, you cannot benefit anything from him unless you make a spiritual connection. Just being in a church, just being a member of the church, does not necessarily mean that there is a spiritual connection. Just calling yourself a member or a registered member does not mean that you have a spiritual connection. Hallelujah. It is a connection between you and the man of God. It's a personal connection. A connection that you have to make. No one can make that connection for you. Hallelujah. Now, some of you have been in the church for so many years, but you don't seem to have any connection with the founder of the church. Some of you do not even know the founder of the church. Some of you have not met the founder of the church. Some of you, the founder of the church has come so close to you but you did not make any effort to make any connection. Not physical connection, not spiritual connection. Hallelujah. You see, when the sister was giving a testimony, and she said, I wanted to listen to Reverend, but each time I turn on, the bishop came on. I wanted to listen, but I tried again, and the bishop still came on. And I said, she's just preaching my message. Tonight, she's just preaching my message. 
You see, the people in the Mark chapter 6, the last scripture we just read, the question that they asked, this is, where did he get all this wisdom and all this power from? Where did he get it from? You know, that was a very appropriate question, spiritually, if you are a spiritual person. It was a very appropriate question. You see, but the only thing is that for these particular people, their motive was not to find the source so they can connect to the source. But their motive was to question how possible that this person can do such mighty work. That was their motive. But it was appropriate spiritual question. Because you can only do powerful and great things when you have received something from somewhere. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Are you with me? Yes. Yes. So you should be asking, you should be asking also for the source of all the great things that you have experienced. For the source of all the miracles that you have been experiencing, you should be asking for the source and connect to the source. And connect to the source. Hallelujah. Connect to the source of what is happening in a church. Amen. Look at the scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 21. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 21. It says, And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee. Nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Worst of all, the foot or the feet cannot say to the head, I have no need of you. You see, something like this will not be in the scriptures if it was not happening in the church. But that is what a lot of people are saying. That I have no need of you. A lot of feet are saying, I have no need of the head. And so they don't make any effort to connect to the head. Hallelujah. You see, when you see a person who has suffered from stroke, may none of you suffer from stroke. None of you will experience stroke. Your family will not experience stroke. Listen, the prophecy you believe is that which shall happen to you practically. The prophecy you believe. But when you see someone who has suffered from stroke, it should tell you how important the head is or how important the brain is when you see someone who has suffered from stroke. It does not matter how far the foot is or how far the toe is from the head. It does not matter how far the distance between the head and the toe. The toe's ability to remain functionable the toe's ability to move, the toe's ability to function depends on the head. It depends on the head. The toe cannot say, you know, I have food coming from the blood. The blood gives me enough food and the skin protects me. The skin is covering me and I'm protected. So I don't need a head. I don't care about the brain. The toe cannot say that. I have found shelter. I have found food. So I don't care about the head. 
Because these are the local things that are around the toe. What is local around the toe? The toe sees. The toe sees the blood that supplies him with food. The toe sees the skin that covers him. And so that is what he's mindful of. And does not care about the brain. Does not care about the head. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Because the toe can remain there with all the supplies. With all the supply of food. With all the covering, the protection of the skin. If the head cuts him off his mind. If the head cuts him off his mind. That is the end of the toe. That is the end of the toe. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? It becomes as good as dead. The toe becomes as good as dead. When the head cuts him off. Or when he disconnects himself from the head. And that is what we call stroke. That is what we call stroke. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? That is what we call stroke. When the part of the body cuts itself from the head. Cuts itself from the brain. That part is with all the food it needs. With all the protection it needs. With all the covering it needs. But without a connection to the head, it ceases to have any function and it's dead. It is dead. It is just receiving food. And it's just receiving covering. It is dead. Hallelujah. That toe cannot move. That toe cannot perform its optimum function. That toe cannot function as it was designed to function. A lot of us are not functioning to our maximum capacity because we have disconnected ourselves from the head. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Because we have disconnected ourselves from the head. There are many such Christians in our churches. People who could have done far better than they are doing today. But they are where they are because they have disconnected themselves from the head. Hallelujah. People have disconnected themselves from the head that supplies. And they are spiritually dead. Sometimes new people come in, sometimes new people come in, and they bypass people who were before them because they make means to connect to the head. They make efforts to connect to the head. And then you see them moving forward and bypassing. I'm sharing something very important with you, church. Something very, very important. I am your pastor. And I'm sharing something very, very important with you. You see, that is what happened to the woman with the issue of blood. Turn with me to Mark chapter 5. Let me show you something. Mark chapter 5 and verse 24. Mark chapter 5, 24. I'm almost done with my preaching. Don't worry. We are going to pray and enter into the year 2018. Say, wow. Wow. Mark chapter 5 and verse number 24. Are you there? 
Mark chapter 5 and verse 24. It says, And Jesus went with him, and much people followed him and thronged him. Much people followed him and thronged him. That means there was a large crowd following him. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood, 12 years, but had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. Many people are growing worse in their conditions. Many people have suffered for many years. Many people have been in a particular state for many years, and they are getting worse in that state. This is the state where this woman was. When she heard of Jesus, came in, when she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind. When she heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind. She came in. When she heard of Jesus, Jesus was coming. A large crowd was following. A large crowd of people, a large group of people were following him. But when she heard, when she heard that the man of God is in town, when he heard that there is a man of God coming with a large crowd, the Bible says she came in, the press behind, he, and touched his garment. Touched his garment. She came in and touched his garment. For she said, for she said, I have suffered for many years. I have been in this condition for many years. I have bled for 12 years. I have seen many doctors. I have remained in this condition, bleeding, seeing doctor after doctor. I have seen the hematologist. I have seen the oncologist. I have seen the gynecologist. Every doctor has seen me, and they have not been able to save me. I heard, he said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be made whole. If I can only make the connection, if I can only come and make that connection, I shall be made whole. I've heard of a man of God in town. If I can only make that connection, I shall be made whole. I shall be made whole. And straightway, straightway, the fountain of her blood was dried up. Straightway. Straightway. You see, when you hear of a man of God, when there is a man of God and you don't make a personal connection, you don't benefit from him. No one can make that connection for you. You do not benefit from him. The Bible says, and straightway, the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. Amen. She was healed of that plague. Amen. She was healed of that plague. She was healed of that disease. Amen. And then look. And Jesus, immediately, knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, Jesus, the man of God, knowing of himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about. The Lord is about to turn to look in your direction 
as you are making the direction, as you are making a connection, the Lord is about to turn to look in your direction. He says, and Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? Who touched my clothes? And look at the people that are around. You see, don't even let your pastor come between you and the founder. Don't let your pastor even stand between you and the founder. You see, there were many of his disciples around. Do you understand? Sometimes some of them will come and they say, we want to see Jesus. And they say, no, you can't. He's too busy. But she moved through them. She maneuvered through them. And she said, I'm not going to go through any of these disciples. I am going to touch the man of God. I am going to touch his garment. I am going to listen to him myself. I will listen to his messages myself. I will watch him myself. I will hear the prophecies from his mouth myself. Someone came to the disciples and they said, no, no, no. You can't. The man is busy. He says, I must see Jesus. He says, I must see Jesus. He says, we are here. Tell us, what's the issue? He says, I must see Jesus. He says, and his disciples said, he says, go back to the previous verse. He says, and Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude. You see the crowd. You see this multitude thrugging you. All of them thrugging and coming for us. And we are making every effort to provide, to provide you way. Protecting them. You see, they were making, they were just guarding him to prevent people from coming that close. He says, thou seest, you see the multitude thrugging thee. And sayest thou who touched me? Lord, come on. Don't you see how much we are working? Don't you see the efforts we are making? Look at this crowd. They are all coming. They are all coming. And don't you see how we are preventing them from coming? And you are asking who touched you? Among this crowd, you are asking who touched you? Anyone could have touched you, Lord. Any one of them could have touched you. Who touched you? He says, thou seest this crowd. You say, thou seest the multitude Thrugging thee and sayest thou who touched me. And he looked run about. He looked run about. To see. He looked run about. To see. To see her that had done this. He says no, 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 no. I see the crowd. I see a lot of people. But someone had made certain spiritual connection. There is someone in the crowd. There is one of them. It's a different touch. I'm not talking about the ordinary people that are just around making noise and following me. They have been following me for a while. But there is one particular person. There is one particular person who just came and she has made a certain effort. She has touched me in a very special way. It is a spiritual connection. And I'm looking for that person. Who is that who touched me? Who is that that made that connection? Who is that? 
It's not an ordinary touch. It is not an ordinary touch. It's not that something came on Facebook and we saw it. But someone who says, wherever I am in the hallway, I am trying to listen to this man of God. Wherever I am, I took days off from vacation and I made effort that whenever he is preaching, I am standing, I am staying home and watching. Someone who makes that effort to reach, to make that connection. Someone. He says, not an ordinary touch. And he looked, ran about in the crowd. He said, there is a special touch. There is someone who made such a touch. Someone whose touch is different. He says, and he looked, ran about to see her that had done this thing. This thing. This thing. This spiritual connection. Hallelujah. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. Hallelujah. I see you making that connection. I say, I see you making that connection in 2018. I see you making that connection. In 2018, I see you making that connection in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You see, when the prodigal son when he left home, when he left home, the Bible says he went to a far country. He went to a far country. He disconnected himself completely. He disconnected himself. And the Bible says, the father said of him, he says, this my son was dead. You see, when you disconnect yourself from the head, you are described as dead. You are alive. But you are dead. You cease to function. He says, this my son is dead. But now, is alive. Why is he alive now? Because now, he has connected back again. He's alive again. He's alive. He's alive. You see, when someone suffers from stroke, what is happening is that the part of the head has cut him off. The part of the head has cut him off. And so when someone suffers from stroke, we say activate the way to heal again. The way for the person to gain function again. He says use it. Force yourself. Use it. Do physical therapy. Move your leg. Move it. Tell the brain that you are here. Tell the brain. Move it. And let the brain know that you are here so that that part of the brain will wake up again. Because you are dead as far as the head is concerned. You are dead. You are alive. We see skin covering you. We see your protection. We see you being fed. But spiritually, you are dead. He says, this my son was dead. And now, it's alive. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? But you see, so many of us, so many of us have disconnected ourselves from the head. So many of us have disconnected ourselves completely from the head and make no efforts to connect to the head. Make no effort to connect to the head. But it's not too late. As you connect to the head, I see you coming alive again. I see you coming alive again. 
I see your leg moving again. Move your leg, shake your leg and say, I'm alive again. I am alive again. Amen. A lot of people connect themselves to other people's fathers. They make effort to connect to all kinds of other people's fathers. Other fathers. And they connect themselves. I'm not saying don't listen to another man of God. I'm not saying don't follow another man of God. But if you are a child of the house, if you are a child of the house, you see, the breast milk flows in the mother, the woman who gives birth to the baby. Breast milk, it will not flow until a child is born to a mother. You can check all the women who are here. Yourselves, you can check and see if there's any milk in your breast. There's no milk. Not that you don't have milk. There is milk unless you give birth to a child. So if you are a child of this house, there is breast busting with milk for you. Breast that is busting with milk for you. Breast that is flowing with milk for you. And unless you connect yourself to that breast, some of you are sucking from breasts that are dry because they are not mothers who have given birth to you. And you are sucking and sucking and sucking and your jaws are hurting. Breaking your jaws. And then you complain. And you say, I've been in a church for a long time. My jaws are hurting. I don't taste any milk. Because you are getting breasts that are left over. Five years babies have grown. And you are now sucking the breasts. And there's no milk. No milk coming for you. No milk coming for you. But today you are healed from that. I say you are healed from that. In the name of Jesus. You are healed from that. You are healed from that. You are being connected again. You are connecting and will be your year of prosperity. I say it will be your year of great things. Your year of good things. Your year of good happiness. Your year of good things. Your year of good happiness. Great things are happening to you. In 2018, it will be your year of good things. Your year of receiving good things. Your year of receiving great things. Your year of prosperity. Your year of high things. Your year of elevation. Your year of promotion. In the name of Jesus. Your year of connection. Your year of prosperity. As you are connecting, prosperity is coming. As you are connecting, you are becoming alive again. As you are connecting, you are extending your life. In the name of Jesus. As you are connecting, you are being delivered from accidents. In the name of Jesus. Stand up to your feet. And let us pray. We are going to pray to enter in. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.